welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications like the State Journal. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these positive success stories. This week, we're going to learn about American Muscle Docks and Fabrication a successful marine industry company based in Wellsburg, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Brook County. And their CEO, Luke Desario. Luke, are you ready to get down to business? Absolutely, Jim. All right, Luke. I'm so glad to have you on our show uh, this week to talk about your company. Folks, Luke Desario is the CEO of American Muscle Docks and Fabrication. He's on a mission to build stronger, simpler, and more aesthetically pleasing dock systems and dock hardware for for commercial and residential applications. If you need a boat dock system, American Muscle Docks can build virtually anything to suit your needs. I mean, I've I've been on their website and checked them out. They, They build wood docks, steel channel docks, steel truss docks, and aluminum docks. You name it, chances are American Muscle can build it. They virtually, or they continually strive to to provide innovative manufacturing techniques to give their customers a unique and superior dock product, all for a lower price, too. They build everything with the attitude of letting their products speak for themselves. Luke, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro that I gave our listeners, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Sure, Jim, and I appreciate the opportunity to be here today, so thank you for that. Absolutely. Sure yeah, thing. American Muscle Docks and Fabrication, uh, we're a marine industry business. We uh, specialize in uh, floating boat docks, stationary boat docks, but we also uh, manufacture our own metal uh, hardware here. That's kind of what separates our businesses, uh, our business from some of the others is we build everything from the ground up. Um, within that, we sell products to other contractors, other marinas, and, and other retail people who actually want to build themselves but just need the components. But we also build basically turnkey dock systems where everything is fabricated and built here, uh, shipped in modular sections to a facility or site, and then basically just floated and pinned together. So we try to encompass all aspects of selling our parts, whether it be us building with it or just selling the components itself. Um, and the main goal of our business and how we've tried to tie our business and, and, and basically structure it from where we started is being able to offer something for everybody. Uh, we never want to turn away any customer because they have an application um, and we don't have something to fit that. So that's why in uh, your introduction, um, we do steel truss, steel channel, wood, aluminum. Uh, we do gangways and we do custom fabrication as well. So our main goal is to never have to turn away a customer because we don't have a product or service that fits for them. And that's kind of um, how we structured our business. And um, as of right now, we've, we've um, been doing, doing very well continually growing every year and and we're just excited to uh to be able to um 
have the need to and the opportunity to um, build and deliver some really cool projects. That's awesome, Luke. So you guys are in Wellsburg. What's what's your market? I mean, are you selling to people in West Virginia? Or are you regional? Tell us a little bit about your market area. It's both, actually. Uh, we don't survive on West Virginia. We sell a lot around the Ohio River. We sold to Peyton City, New Martinsville, uh, Haddad Riverfront Park in Charleston. We have a lot of our product uh, throughout West Virginia, but our biggest market is actually the Northeast, um, basically from Atlantic City region up north um, is, is historically and has been our largest market. Uh, muscle docks is in our name, so we build strong components and strong dock systems, and the rougher waters are where our products and docks are mostly uh, used, even though we can do systems on ponds and lakes and some of the quieter waters. Uh, when the waters are rough and in and, and, and bad conditions, that's when people uh, prefer our product, and that's how we've marketed, and that's the direction we went to. But we've sold every state um, in the country. We've sold now to 14 foreign markets. Um, so we're everywhere, which is good. Um, we love to do projects in our home state. So anytime that comes up and we have the opportunity to land those, it, it's good because we can see them. Uh, we we know the end product. We can see that. So it gives us a special, a um, little more motivation to do it when it's local. But we've been lucky enough to be able to spread our services and products uh, worldwide. That's amazing. Uh, just from, from, from your office and your facility right there in, in Wellsburg. That's very cool, man. Thank you. Luke, how did how in the heck did you get into the dock business? Well, my grandfather started uh, Valley Manufacturing in 1963, and that was more or less a metal fabrication business. Uh, he specialized in uh, screen uh, frames, like for screen doors and stuff like that. Uh, so he that that really that one type of job um, application lasted him for years, and he ventured into other fabrication work. And then my father actually took over in 1987. Um, when he took over, uh, he started to fabricate for um, a local boat dock business and then also another local boat dock business as well called Fallensby Dock Systems. So since 1999, uh, my father was making all the products, all the metal hardware for Fallensby Dock Systems, and then they would then sell the, the, the products to the end user, end user excuse me, or build with it as well. Um, they were selling, Fallensby Dock Systems uh, was selling um, their businesses, not only their dock business, but their steel turn roofing side, as well as one other uh, metal business they had in 2012. Uh, so once that, uh, once we got word that that was happening, uh, we kind of knew we wanted to um, continue with the, the docks and the components in that, so we actually bought that business, um, turned Valley Manufacturing of Fallensby Dock Systems basically into our new company, which is American Muscle Docks and Fabrication. And since then, we, we basically vertically integrated. So we cut out the middleman, um, and that's how we can have a cost savings as well, even with shipping these things all over the places, because we don't have that expense. So being that we manufacture and build from the ground up here and sell to the end user, it takes away a lot of that other extra expense. So um, that has definitely been um, a good good part and a good um, business move on our end to vertically integrate. Um, so it, it's, it's allowed us to compete in much uh, greater markets, even though we are here in Little Wellsburg. So there's benefits to being in Wellsburg and to being in West Virginia in general, but uh, that's necessarily how we got started. Um, we're still a, a metal fabrication shop at heart, uh, but about 70 to 80% of our business is um, 
uh, with the dock systems, but we also do work for oil and gas. We do work for businesses like Eagle Manufacturing that's here in Wellsburg as well, and we do other fabrication work. So um, we try to dabble in a little bit of everything. Uh, we take uh, whatever we can get in terms of if we can build it and get it out our doors, uh, we'll take a shot at it. But that's uh, the dock systems are normally where um, where most of our time is. That's your bread and butter, basically. Yes, sir. That's very cool. And you, when you talk about uh, dock hardware, you're talking like um, like pile guides and the things that that the docks float up and down on, and, and hinges and those kinds of things, right? Correct. Yes. All the what you just spoke about, but also the inside corners, the angles, the structures that actually build the the wood frames together, and and all the other components that uh, basically help make a dock stronger. Luke, let me ask you, you know, we, we, we've talked a lot about, uh, in, in just a few minutes, about what you guys do with, um, at American Muscle Docks. What's your 30-second what's your pitch? Narrow it down to as quickly as you can to 30 seconds. What, what, is, it, what is it that you guys are, are known for? The coolest-looking dock systems. We've 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 introduced some things that weren't out there before, including our dock flash, which is a it's actually a patented uh, design that goes on the outside of docks. Uh, that basically you can choose different patterns, different colors, and it uh, it separates our dock systems apart from any other ones out there. So, if you're a person that wants to customize a dock, whether to match a boat, to match a restaurant. Um, or just have something that no one else does, or you just want to be the Joneses, um, we're the place to do it. So you tell us what you want, we can get it done. That's awesome. I love it. Luke, what would, what's the, uh, what would you say is the most, the, the one thing I should say, what's the one thing that you're most excited about for, for your company right now? I would have to say that the fact that we've grown every year um, since we really took over since 2012, we've had consistent steady growth um, growth that we were able to maintain and I see that um, continuing but I, I really believe the the thing that excites me most about this business is the foreign markets that we're able to um, get into and and land some jobs with ninety uh, percent of the the the, uh, the jobs available are outside of the United States um, with the ability of the internet uh, logistics being easier now than it used to be and being able to um, globalize your marketing efforts, um, trying to to obtain and to be able to sell product to other countries, especially the countries you don't know or even think of. Um, a lot of times it's not the ones most people hear about. Um, it, it, it excites me to kind of know, uh, not know where our products will end up, but anytime there's an opportunity that comes up for a foreign market, it always gives me a little bit of a fire to to try to make sure that we we land our product in that country and that they're happy about it. That's got to be very exciting, man. Great, great job. Luke, one of the questions I like to ask uh, folks that are on the show, our guests, is that as a business owner, um, you know, you have your highs and lows sometimes all in the same hour, right? <laughs> it's like a roller coaster. But uh, I like to talk about your worst experience you've had as, as a business owner. What You're the third generation? Is, I is am. Suffice it to say? Correct. Okay. Yes. As a business owner, you know, Luke Desario, uh, you know, what take us to that moment that's basically um, 
you know, your your worst business moment. I think we can learn a lot by you know, hearing those kinds of stories from folks that are out there in the trenches doing it. Can't kind of give us that uh, sense of that worst business moment you've had and kind of what your takeaway was from that. Sure. I think a lot of people can relate to this as well, but as a business owner, I mean, you try to um, plan your day and, and plan jobs. Uh, they all have a timeline. Um, they all have an end date. Um, and if when you're fully staffed, when everything's going right, a lot of times it's hard to finish a job in the amount of time you have just by that. But certain times, depending on the year, certain jobs we've had in the past um, where you have certain employees not show up or certain employees leave uh, for different reasons um, or a few of them at one time for reasons out of your control, it really sets you back um, because then you have to find or try to maneuver yourself to get over that obstacle when you already were struggling to get the job done in time in the first place. Um, so I think a lot of um, some of our headache falls in the fact that um, when you have everybody, when we have everybody here and everybody's working toward the end goal, um, certain jobs we, we get in land already have an extreme timeline. Um, we can control what we can in terms of what we do here, fabricating and what we build with, but in terms of suppliers, you know, honoring their word and getting materials when we were supposed to, um, to the galvanizing process of all of our metal has to be galvanized and that's done outside of our control. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of factors all have to coincide and happen in a certain manner. And uh, when you're down employees or personnel and then suppliers aren't able to, to uh, follow through with what they've told you and what you've planned on, it's a constant game-changing um, day, meaning you come into the day thinking X, Y, Z, this is what's going to happen, but as soon as you get there, something happens, and it's all making quick decisions to try to um, capitalize on the day itself and not lose any ground. Um, so I. So Luke, what, what's your takeaway from that? What's one? Like, give us one one takeaway you know, from that. Those kinds of things that you have to deal with each you know each day, basically. I think you just have to have the understanding that. Um, you have to make quick decisions and move on your feet and always be prepared of uh, what ifs and uh, it's not being negative it's just it's the same of what you know the military preaches um, to everybody it's improvise um, I think you really have to be able to improvise you can't uh, complain about it you don't um, don't think it's not going to happen I think the the more you understand as a business owner that a lot of what you do is is going to be improvising um, I think the happier you'll be at the end of the day. Yeah, that's a great takeaway. Thank you. Luke, what would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? In all honesty, West Virginia has a ton of resources for small businesses to be able to um, gain exposure or help to help export products. Um, that's where I've seen a lot of, of West Virginia being able to help us is I just pretty much try to try to use and take advantage of the programs that are offered here. Um, the development office in West Virginia helps greatly with promoting your products overseas. Um, and the better, you know, you do, the better their programs are, and they want that to happen because they want those programs to continue. So 
they're a huge advocate advocate for businesses of trying to spread West Virginia products um, um, overseas. Um, is along with that is uh, the WVU Law School has been a great help to our business when we first got started. Um, they have certain programs that you can team up with the students there to help get either trademarking or business um, legal documents or basically you name it, they can help with. So I've actually, um, the WVU Law School has been great to us um, starting out and, and basically has continued to be, but also some of the other programs that West Virginia has. Um, and talking to other business owners from other states, I, I think because we are a smaller state, it's more of a, a face-to-face state. Um, it allows us, allows smaller businesses to really be able to to use um, the programs offered um, compared to some of the other states because they might have, they might not have the supply of help uh, to help everybody. But in talking to other business owners, I, I tell you what, West Virginia really does well with, with helping small businesses. The programs are out there. There's really not a catch to a lot of them. Some business owners may think uh, it's not worth it or, you know, what's involved for me or, you know, again, what is the catch? But a lot of times these people, their job is to help you, and they do a great job with it. But I would say that's the best part of being here in West Virginia is um, it's not a state that's huge enough to where they, they overlook the small business. That is excellent insight, Luke. I appreciate that. I want to take a few seconds here to mention a few of our incredible sponsors for the Positively West Virginia podcast and the entire program. The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like at American Muscle Docks and Fabrication. All right, Luke, let's get back into it. I got to ask you, you know, it sounds like you guys are just rocking and rolling over there in Wellsburg. What's the vision for your company long-term? Long-term for our company, I really believe the we would have to expand out and have different warehouses or some other locations to be able to capitalize on everything that we are or have potential to do. Um, we have uh, roughly about 25,000 square feet now indoors at our location. Uh, we need to add another building. Uh, we have enough work now and, and have enough demand that we need to expand at our current location. But I really feel long-term that we can do well if we also expand either warehouse space um, or some other type of, of um, basically, warehousing or logistics elsewhere to help with the logistics cost to get our products out to people. Because um, we do have the demand. It's just a matter of how quick can you get it to the end user. And um, just following business models of other businesses that have grown, um, not reinventing the wheel, just doing what I know is common sense and makes sense to everybody, um, would be to have some warehouses and have some other facilities in, in kind of the four corners of the United States, um, I think is our long-term goal. But overall, um, at the end of hopefully our business you know, continues to run, at the end, if uh, I want our name to be what you think of when somebody says, I want the best stocks out there. When price isn't an issue, um, when no hurdle is an issue, I want somebody to say, I want to be the Mercedes-Benz of, of boat docks companies. And um, that's, that's where we want to head. <laughs> that's very cool, man. 
Luke, what's one piece of advice you would give to uh, young business owners or entrepreneurs thinking about starting up a company or you know, getting into business in our state? Uh, what's one piece of advice you would give them? You have to be patient, um, I, especially with me. You want to do everything right away so fast. And the reality is, is uh, five years goes by and you haven't done everything, but you do look over your shoulder and you will get things done. But um, things just happen at a slower pace and you can't force it. So you just, you really have to focus on the main goals at first, not get overwhelmed and understand that you're going to have just as many problems as you will have successes. Um, But at the end of the year, you hope to, you know, break even or be, you know, on the successful side more. Um, business business is not easy. Um, it's managing debt. It's it's a lot of decisions. Um, so you have to be comfortable with making decisions, even if they're the wrong ones in the end. But just learn from it. But I think patience. I think if people understand what's involved and how much effort um, and how much a good team around you really really does affect your business and where you're going, um, I think again just have the patience, understanding, knowing that. Uh, you're going to learn every day and be better and smarter than you were the day before. So don't don't act like you know everything. Just be able to follow um, follow what happens and adjust as you go, and and just be open to uh, open to new markets. I mean, even with us, uh, I never thought we'd be selling certain things that we sell. It was just a, a market opened up. We got into it, and um, you just take what you can when you can. But I, I've definitely learned to be patient. Yeah. Speaking of su- success, Luke, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I always try to never um, forget the small details, um, meaning I always try to follow through to the end on everything we do. I think a lot of times when you're rushed or you have a lot to do uh, in any business, you might forget or kind of take away or take the time away from the small details. But to me, I think that's what separates a good company from a not-so-good company is do they follow through, what base, uh, what time is spent where, and, and I believe that everything matters, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, so I try always to make sure that, that I have that on my mind. Um, and that we never we never forget uh, the final details and the and the little details. Um, and I think that's what separates us. And I think a lot of people will see that even if they don't know what they're looking at. Um, so I, in my mind, I always try to just I guess close or um, stay strong until the end on our product. Yeah, and I think that that goes into you know just just my experience with boat docks. I mean, when you when you pull up to a dock, you want to step off on that dock and make sure that, you know things not gonna not gonna cave in on you or whatever, right? So you, I mean, the attention to details. I mean, you, I mean that's just an important thing in your business for sure. I mean, you may not even think about it too much. You know, you pull up to a dock, but I mean that thing's got to be built to last, right? You've got lives at, at stake right there. Correct. No, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Luke, what's one resource you use in your business that you can't live without? Today, I think it's like most, it's it's the internet. It's having um, the resource of finding your answer, an answer to a question instantly. Um, before the internet, I guess it would be other people or books in that. Um, but I, I think in today's world, you have to use what's what's available to you. And if you're not, you're missing out. Um, But I think the Internet and technology in general, um, I think regardless of the size of your business and what you're doing, 
um, you have to use the best technology and um, available and, and continue to grow with that because technology changes every day, it seems. Um, so I think you just, no matter what business you have, I think you have to have one foot um, always moving forward in regards to making sure you're on top top with technology because the customers and the people you're selling to um, are part of that as well. Absolutely. Luke, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? It's the simplest book I've ever read, but it's it's probably the, the one that made the, the most impact on me. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? I apologize I don't know the author, um, but it's about two mice. Um, they go to find food. Uh, they both go back there, and then if the food ends up moving, it's not there anymore. So one of the mice just continues to go back to that same spot, but the other mouse says, well, there's no food here, so I'm going to find it somewhere else. And he moves on to find new food, but the one mouse continues to go back to where he only found the food the first time. And the point of the book is that you're going to have to make moves. You're going to have to adjust. You're going to have to to feel uncomfortable sometimes to to move on to to find food to to define business so it's more or less just a simple simple stupid simple book but it really hits home that um, things change um, businesses change demands change and if you research the best businesses that have been around the longest a lot of what they're doing today is not what they started doing um, it's the it's supply and demand and following following the demand and um, venturing out and, and doing new things. But I, that book really, really is a simple read, but it's one that it makes you be aware that you have to evolve and be open-minded. Absolutely. Just by the way, that uh, that was by Spencer Johnson, who was a doctor. He's Spencer Johnson, MD, and we'll make sure we have a link to that. You can actually buy it right on Amazon from our PositivelyWV.com website. I'll make sure that that gets up there, and it'll be in the show notes. And, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that book because that was something you just said a few minutes ago. Was You said, you know, I didn't. who would have thought a couple of years ago that I'd be selling this particular product, right? <laughs> so you gotta you got to respond to the market, you know. Um, you know, the, the old joke is, you know, if you were still in the, the buggy whip business, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't be selling any buggy whips, right? So you have, you have to evolve and listen to the marketplace. And I think that's, that's a great book recommendation, by the way, and great advice uh, at the same time. Luke, you're, you, you know, you've been around in business, you're, you know, third generation uh, business owner, entrepreneur. Uh, you, you get around the state of West Virginia, you mentioned the development office. If there is somebody in West Virginia who could help you and help your business grow that you would like to meet, who would that person be? In terms of that could help us now or possibly move us forward? Yeah. Um, I really would. Uh, I love the Greenbrier. It's my favorite place. I've had the opportunity to go to a lot of nice places in different states, but I love the Greenbrier. Um, I'm a PGA professional myself, and we have some... Uh, some dock, um, some floating docks and some things in our minds that we'd love to do, and I'd love to be able to showcase it down at the Greenbrier during the Greenbrier Classic. So I would love to be able to have a sit-down with Jim Justice and just uh, kind of go over my plans and, and see and basically show how we can help him grow his business as well as West Virginia. So it's always been something that I've wanted to do. Um, I've never had an opportunity to get a face-to-face -face with him, but um, 
I believe that uh, in terms of what I want to do with golf courses and having floating greens and floating basically grandstands during events, uh, that would be a good start. Wow, that's very cool. Well, one of the things that we're all about here at Positively West Virginia is making positive connections with people, and uh, we've been very successful with that the first several months of the show. And uh, so I'll, I'll put that on the agenda and see if we can make a, con a connection there for you, Luke. Um, Luke, you know, in, in closing, you know, what's the best way that our listeners can can reach out, learn more about American Muscle Docks and fabrication, and you know, just learn about more. How do how do they reach you? What's the best way to do that? Uh, the best way is on the website. We have a very great, uh, fantastic website that just showcases kind of overall our business. You can. Instead of listening to me, and it's just coming from myself, uh, you can see what we've done. Um, you can see what our products are about. You can see where our products have been and, and gain some information for yourself to know what we're about. Um, so our website would be definitely the, the greatest connection point. If you just Google our name, you'll find a lot of uh, articles on us. You'll find a lot of what we've done from third-party people as well. Um, and simply you could just pick up the phone and call and see if we, we are a good fit for, for a future project. But, um, again, technology, uh, you can find out anything. I, I, I push people to research us and to uh, try to see why we're different than other, you know, other people in our industry. So um, I always encourage people to do their homework because I know when they do that uh, they'll understand that, you know, what they're getting from us and, and what to expect. Absolutely, and that's AmericanMuscleDocs.com, and we'll have a link to that on the uh, in the show notes and on the website as well. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Uh, Luke, it's been great having you on the show, and I, I just I really thank you for your time. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State and indeed all across the world, just like Luke Desario and American Muscle Docks and Fabrication, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And, of course, we appreciate all the comments, encouragement, uh, you know, the instant messages you guys have been sending us. That's been great. Uh, we encourage you to share uh, links to these uh, podcast stories, too, on your social media channels. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.